0: Uncontrollables. What's different about this message is I try to preach out of my life. I try to preach out of my life how the Lord's helped me so that you'll see He can help you. Amen? Can't always do that, but I try. Well, this week, I did it while I was going through it. Amen? So Kim and I were like test two babies this week to show you that this works. You hear me? What I'm telling you today works. Why? I've done it before, but it really, I put it in practice this last week during a crazy, stressful situation. Have I lost you? you ain't going to sleep on me with this, have you? So, we started working on it. So God says, I've got this. Now, we saw judging. Let him do that. Leave that alone. Vengeance is mine, the Lord says. Let him handle that. Condemnation, putting yourself down. Oh, would you let him handle that? how bad you are instead of you doing that would you let him handle that yes or no amen would you let the blood of Jesus God's son cleanse you from all your sin would you let him do that instead of you trying to worry about all that amen well today God says I've got this I've got this Gary I've got this Kim this situation you're going through Now, to tell you to be honest, what happened? We went down there, get in the court. I'm not in the courtroom. I'm sequestered in a room, locked away. Now, we're together. I've not done this before. We are together for a while, but then she leaves, goes, does her testimony. I'm left by myself. Then she comes back, and I'm out there, and she's by herself. And then there's all this deliberation, and we're in there locked up, locked in this little room. Amen. You get get the picture, yes or no? Well, here's the point. This whole message, I wrote it in that room. Okay? I didn't have a Bible. But I've hidden the Word of God in my heart that I won't sin against Him, even though I still do. But the point is, is that He's helped me so much with His Word. Amen? So everything I can call upon, it was ready, it was right there, and I want to share it with you today. Well, how did it all turn out? Not like we wanted. Didn't turn out like we wanted. We didn't get our way. So what does that mean? It means what it means. It is what it is. That's the whole point about uncontrollables. You just can't fix everything, right? You can't make everything work out like you want it. And I'm a doer and I'm a fixer. And if anybody tries, it's Gary Clark. But the bottom line is, but here's the beautiful thing. What I'm going to teach today, if you'll just listen for once, listen today. You hearing me? Yes or no? If you're hard-headed like me, slap yourself. Do something. But what happened, Clark, after you didn't get your way? Well, we had the peace of God. And it wasn't made up. The, the stress in Kim's eyes had gone down. It should have got worse. No. And here's the other thing. We got perspective. Say perspective. 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 We saw things we wouldn't have otherwise seen. We saw victory. We saw good. We saw positive. Well, how can it be when you didn't get it the way you wanted it? Because there was a lot of good that when we put the stress and all that on Him, He allowed us to see some good things that I just can't get involved with. I cannot divulge everything, but the point is, you just have to trust me on this one. God took a bad situation, it didn't turn out like we wanted, and it still worked out for our good. Amen? So, yeah, praise the Lord. Good stuff. Good stuff. Does not mean that we're not still going to have to deal with mess. We are. That's the way it is. We're still having to deal with some of this stuff. But that's life. We'll deal with it as we deal with it. Amen? But now, let's take the lessons I learned and that Kim learned. And this is a living situation I want to share it with you. Ready? It's not about my life. I'm just telling you. What I'm going to tell you is what I did. If you want to do it, do it. If you don't want to do it, keep living your life like you're doing. and be a stressed out mess. Or you can do this. Here we go. Uncontrollables. Here we go, Raj. I'll try to go now a little faster since i said a lot already. Amen? Here we go. What do you do when you've done all you can do? That all you can do. What do you do when you can't fix it? Well, here's what I do. I still keep trying to fix it. I've done all I can do, and I do some more. How many like me like that? You're like that, absolutely, and absolutely. How many would say, and it will absolutely make your life a wreck? Let me see some hands. Being a doer is a good thing, but always doing is not always a good thing. You can't fix everything, so keep looking. There's a reason. Now, listen. I'm going to take you down a little bit, a little, a little bit of you know kindergarten lane. I don't want you to forget this message. There's a reason we get down in the dumps. Say down in the dumps. There's a reason we get down in the dumps. And here's the reason. Here it is. I call it Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. Now, Pete said he came here. Pete, you told me today that you, you've been coming to church a little bit, then you went to another church, and you missed me. But you said I was hard to take. I, I don't know what your words were. I was different. Is that what you said? Fill in the blank, whatever. Yeah, because generally you're not going to go to a church and hear this. You hear me? But uh, I call it Humpty Dumpty. When you're down in the dumps, I call it Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. But see... I'm going to try to keep putting Humpty back together. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the dump, but I can't do it. I'm in the dump because I keep trying to find Humpty's leg. I try to keep finding his fingers. Where's your head, Humpty? Where's your arms? Where's your neck, Humpty? And And I just keep trying to fix things that I can't fix. I'm going to tell you what, guys... Humpty's broke, okay? In your life, if you're going through something that's an uncontrollable, you just got to go ahead and say, Humpty's broke. Will you say that with me? Humpty's broke. Okay, and you ain't going to put Humpty back together. You might get Humpty back a little bit together, but he might only have one eye. Okay, what I'm saying? There is a better way. Now, when you do this, when you do this, you keep trying to stay in that dump and put things back together in the dump, I'm going to tell you what's in that landfill. Say it with me. In landfills, there are land what? In landfills, there are landmines. The longer you spend trying to control... Don't let me lose you with this little, uh, you know... What do you call this stuff? Nursery rhyme mess, okay? Don't get confused with a nursery rhyme. That was just being funny. But trying to... Prove a point. Make it stick in your head. But listen, the longer you try to control uncontrollable situations, are y'all listening? The greater risk you have at blowing your life up. Did you hear me? Being a controller and trying to fix—it's a good quality for the most part. I want to be a guy that's not a bum. I want to do everything I can. But you know what? When you've done all you can do, you need to let the Lord help you. And you need to give it to the Lord. Amen? And that's what I had to do this week. But instead of doing that, we keep staying and playing in the mess. And you know what happens when you stay in the dumps and you play in the dumps and you play in the mess? You get stinky. Now, what I mean by that? Stinky. It changes you. This mess changes you. Guys, you don't even know. Many of you don't even know that you're not who you used to be because you've let stress kill you, mold you. It's changed your attitude. You, you might say, I used to have such a good attitude. But that's what this can do to you. Amen or oh me? It can change your disposition. You just are on edge, you're different. This is a good message for us. God says, I've got this. I I made you in my likeness and I made you in my image, but you are not me. You cannot handle certain things. But I am God and I can handle them. And I love you and you must let me have those. Otherwise, it's going to change who you are. For the bad... Your countenance, dealing with stress. People can see it in you. What's wrong? You ever had anybody come up to you and say, what's wrong with you? Come on, lift a hand. Somebody ever saw your face and said, what's wrong with you? And how many of you lied and said nothing? I'm good, I got it, I'm good, I got it, I'm good. It changes you. So keep listening. The stress of mess, I call it. Now, by the way, I wrote this all just with Kim. Everything you see on the screen, if you don't like it, it's my words. It's me. Blame it on me. So as we're riding down the road, before we even get to the courthouse, she's got a pad out and I have her writing because I'm driving. And I, I said, the stress of mess. What's some of the stress? And she said, situations that come in our life. We didn't want it. So it still came circumstances they stress us out look at this one people people and the people that stress us out the most so often are people in our family and i'm just thinking about a mom or a dad you're you're 65 70 years old and you're still giving your opioid son money to buy the crap You hear me, yes or no? Or one more time, we're going to send him one more time to rehab. (sighs) Or we bail him out of jail again and again and again. Go ahead, you keep fixing it. How's it working for you? I hate to be ugly to you. Yes or no? Amen. Amen. Or like me, stay in a marriage for 28 years when early on I was hurt. And then again, and then again, but I'm going to stay with it because I can do it. I'm super husband. I'm an idiot. Sorry, excuse me. Why not follow the scriptures? Why not give things to the Lord? Amen. Say, God, I mean, it got so bad. I hurt so bad. I felt so bad. Because I'd been hurt so bad, I wanted to kill myself. That's some serious stress, isn't it, guys? Yes or no? There's got to be a better way, right? Pain, we go through. The loss of a loved one. The loss of a loved one. Many of you, you have lost your husband. You've lost your wife. But But you don't live anymore. Some of you, I'm not saying it to put you down, because I don't know for sure. You'll have to answer this question, not me. But many still look at an empty chair. And you focus on the loss. Instead of seeing that loved one seated in the heavenlies. With dancing shoes on. With the Lord, amen. Amen. They're happy. They're not suffering. They're not in pain. Why don't you turn over that loss to the Lord? Amen. Yes or no? And that loneliness. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. I don't mean to hurt you. But some of you, you've lost a loved one. And you're lonely. But because of your loss, it's affecting your disposition and your attitude. It's affecting your countenance. And there's maybe somebody... Maybe a fella, maybe there's a, a, a lady, you've lost your wife, sir, or ma'am, you lost your And there's somebody out there that's been trying to get through to you, that's trying to be nice to you, but see, you just can't, I'm going to handle this, I'm going to go to my grave like this, when you're still alive, amen or O oh me? I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just trying to say, this can really affect our lives, guys. Amen. And I feel like I'm putting you to sleep with this psychobabble stuff. I'm trying not to, but here we go. So what do I do, Clark? What do I do? What do I do about this situation then? The uncontrollable in my life. Can I just do a quick poll? How many would say, and just can we be honest? It's not going to hurt anything if you're honest. How many would say, I'm dealing right now with an uncontrollable in my life situation? Can I see some hands? I'm just dealing with one or or eight. (laughs) Whatever. Okay, here we go. Let's go with a message. So here's the first thing you do. Say that with me. One, two, three. Stop. One more time. One, two, three. Stop saying, I know all this. We're riding down the road. Where'd the message come from? In my truck. I'm riding down the road. Kim's over here. Eyes are swollen. Red. Stressed out. And I'm talking to her about this subject. And I'm even quoting scripture to her. And she said, I know all that. You know what I said? Stop! Stop saying you know all this. Because obviously what you know hasn't got through to your head and into your heart. Well, all things work together for good. I know that. God will never leave me. I know that. Do you? Do you? Stop saying you know all that. Here's what the Bible says. Therefore, to him that knows to do good and does it not, to him it's sin. For you to keep controlling situations, to keep all that stress on you, and to say, oh, I know all that. Listen, that is a sin. It is a sin against God. Not trusting God with your life and your situations you're going through. God says, let me have that. Let go of it. Thy word have I hid in my heart, the Bible says, that I want what? And guys, that ain't just talking about running around with wild women and drinking. That's talking about your crazy mind and the stress you put yourself through. Yes or no? Are y'all with me or not? Are y'all here? Good. Let's stay with it. So, you better stop it. Stop saying that you know it all. I can handle it. Here's the sin, pride. Everybody else knows you can't handle it, but you. You think you're handling it, but you ain't unbelief that's what that is when you don't give this situation whatever that uncontrollable is in your life when you don't give it to the Lord that is unbelief well I can't give it to you Lord because you'll screw it up is that what you're saying you think he can't handle it it's a lack of knowledge you're proving how little you know about the Lord when you keep hanging on to stuff and you keep having to fix it yourself, you're showing the whole world that I I don't know God in this way. He can take care of my problems. Yeah. I'm not saying they're going to go out just like you want them to go. No. But He's going to handle this for you. Amen? Complaining, that's what happens. You better stop it. You'll start complaining. You'll start complaining. You'll start to be a complainer against God or about your life. Oh, my life, all my life. I don't go anywhere anymore, you know, since so-and-so died. I don't do anything. As if it's his fault or her fault. They're in heaven having a good time. You're here. The rest of your life is not to be meant as a life of suffering and loneliness. I don't believe it whining, so stop it, stop it, stop it. Now, here's the second point of our message. Here we go. These aren't hard. We're going to get to the ABCs at the end, and we're going to be done. We're going to be done. It's going to be easy. Here we go. Number two, so stop saying, I know all this. And if you're listening to me today, if you're in the audience, or if you're online, or if you're listening on radio this morning, listen, listen. (sighs) If you're turning me off, Clark, you don't know. You don't know what I'm going through. You ain't been through what I've done. You might be surprised what I've been through you just going to turn me off. You better listen to me because I'm just like you. I was the guy who could handle it all. You don't want to be this. Amen, say. Come on, not good. So number two. So stop was our first word. Say this loud. One, two, three, what? One more time. One more time. Start doing what: trusting and obeying. Start trusting and obeying. Before we get to the where we're going, instead of manipulating and massaging the situation, these are my words. Every one of them are. These are my words. We manipulate a situation. We try to massage a situation. We try to work on that situation. We try to take all this and, s- and shove it in a little round hole. <laughs> When are you going to quit doing that and start trusting the Lord with all that crap? It is what it is. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding in all your ways, in my uncontrollable situation ways. Yeah, acknowledge Him in that. And He'll direct your path. He'll make a way out for you. He's a good God. Now here's something I wrote as well. Just me thinking as I was going through this. Locked in a room now. Here's this this statement. Controlling the situation is not always the best thing. You can wall yourself in. I don't know if you get that or not. That's what I, I did. That's what I'm good at. I can fix it. So here I am. I can fix it. 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 I'm trapped because I fixed it, didn't I? No, this is just a whole lot of band-aids. It's <laughs> And I'm exhausted. Amen? Be careful with this. This is a good message for us today. Whether you like it or not, you trust me on it. It's a good message today. And you're not going to hear it every week because a lot of people can't even get up here and talk about it. Either they ain't been there, they ain't done it, or, or they, they're not in a position where they can do it. Well, I'm doing it. Okay? So, what happens when you wall yourself in because you're going to fix it? You're gonna, you, your faith turns to unbelief. Your faith turns to unbelief now. Where'd you go, God? I tried so hard. I can't believe you left me. I didn't leave you. You never put it on me. You never asked me. You never really gave it to me. You did it all. And look at the mess you've made. Your trust turns to what? I can't believe you're picking on me. You let this happen to me. You took my husband or my wife, my child... And God says, I got them. And they're safe. And they're good. But you just stay there. Keep blaming me. As the clock ticks. I had more for you than that. I had a better life for you than that. Y'all listening? Job, a man who suffered probably more than anybody in the Scriptures, he said, yet man is born unto trouble as the sparks fly up. Why are we surprised that we have trouble? It's part of life. I would seek unto God, he says. Unto God would I commit my cause. This is Job giving you good advice today. Here's what God can do for you. Look at verse 9. God does great things and unsearchable things. Things that you can't fix or you didn't see. He's able to do things we could never do. Marvelous things that God, He can do. Marvelous things without what? Without number. Isn't that a great scripture? Give it to the Lord. Here's what Jesus said. Jesus said, These things I've spoken unto you that you might have what? With these uncontrollables, you have no peace. You're stressed out. Your life's a wreck. You're in a bad mood. People don't even want to be around you sometimes. Listen, that's not my will for you. I I want to give you peace. In the world, you're going to have tribulation, Jesus says. You're going to have people hurt you, hurt your children. It's going to happen. He's not making light of it. He's saying, you can't handle everything. So what does he say? Say those words with me. Be of good what? After tribulation. Be of good what? Not because you can do it. Because I've overcome the world. I can handle anything, God says. Amen? So, try not to bore you to tears, even though it sort of sounds like it. So God says, I've got this. I've got this. But it's going to take some work, guys. It's going to take some work. God says, I've got this, but it's going to take some work. You cannot just, okay, I'll give it to God. I'll go to a prayer meeting or a revival meeting and I'll give it to Jesus. <sighs> Wouldn't it be nice if you could just do that or send a TV preacher a check and it'd all be good then? Wouldn't that be nice? It's all bull. You're going to have to work. You're going to have to work. Here we go. Are we ready, Rog, for some work? Here's the work. Are you all ready to work? We're going to do about 10 minutes of work, and that's it. And we're we're going to have a prayer. We're going to have communion. 10 minutes of work. Are you all ready, ready to work? Can you say work? Work! Work! Here we go! Uncontrollables. And I made it so simple. I made it so simple for you. Here it is. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. How hard is that? A, B, C, D, E, F, G... Hallelujah, Jesus has given me the victory. I am an overcomer. I can, I, and listen, our situation we went through is, is just a perfect... And God, I could tell you a bunches of them. But that's just one simple illustration this week of how God took a bad situation and a situation that didn't turn out like we want at all. But we committed our way unto the Lord. We did the best we could. And we left with peace and perspective. And we were happy. Amen? So how do you do that? Here it is right here. These are the things the Lord gave me this week when I was sitting in that little room. They're scriptures. They're not magic. They're scriptures. Here it is. A. A. Say that word with me to get it. Now, if you've got A, B, C, D, F, G, you've got to say these words if you're going to get this. And you can pull them out of your pocket anytime and pop the devil upside the head with them. Amen? So here it is. Say all. Again. 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 One more time. Got it? A is the word all. Romans 8, 28. For we know that how many things? How many? All things work together good for, for good to them that love God. Did it work for Kim and Gary? Yes. Did my mess of all those years of being hurt in a marriage, did it end up working out for Gary? Answer. What's the answer? Yes. Yes. You understand? Yeah, but it ain't worked out for me yet. Well, maybe you ain't given it to him yet. Or maybe it's in the process. But it will. Amen? Why? Because the Bible says so. Does the Bible say so? All things work together for good. Now, here's the B. B, 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 B. What was A? What was A? B, believe. Say believe. Five times. Go again. Believe. 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 So, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. So, A is all things work together for good. B is... Without, imp- it's, without faith, it's impossible to please God. For we, for he that comes to God must do what? Must what? Believe that he is. He's able. He's able to handle this mess. And he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. I'm going to believe in him. I'm going to believe him with this situation. And I'm going to give that situation to him. So A is what? B is what? It's what? Don't be saying that all stuff if you don't believe it. All things well together, well, Well, you don't believe it. Believe it. And here it's only natural now, C, C. And we're going to look at this little passage of Scripture. It's 1 Peter 5, several verses, but that's just going to make the end of the message. You'll see it's going to flow right to G now. Here we go. C, say that word. What was A? What was B? And what's C? Say it five times. Cast, 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 cast. Look at this verse. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. That's the beautiful thing about uncontrollables. They humble you. Uncontrollable situations humble you. My brother Terry says, humility is a good thing. It doesn't matter how you get there. So, bad situations humble you. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he might what? Lift you back up. Because I'm feeling beat down like a dog. That's okay. You know me, baby. Amen? God says. Look at this verse. Say it with me. One of the best verses in all the Bible. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. That word care is the word anxiety and stress in, in the Greek language. Casting all your anxiety on the Lord. So what was A? What was B? What was C? What? So you got the ABCs. But you're going to need D, E, F, and G. Got it? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Here we go. D is this one. After casting all your care upon the Lord, this next verse, say that big word with me. Determination. One more time. Three more times, determination, determination, determination. I am not going to keep hanging on to this uncontrollable situation. I am going and I am determined that all things work together for good. I'm going to believe in the Lord. I'm going to cast all this on Him. I'm determined to do that. God help me. I'm determined to do that. Amen? Put your energy there instead of putting band-aids on your situation. Determination. The Bible says that the very next verse is be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the who? Devil goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he, whom he may devour. So, let's look at this. The word is sober. The word is clear-headed. Be clear-headed about your situation. If it's the loss of a loved one or, or whatever it might be, be clear-headed. They're with the Lord. They're not coming back. Amen. Amen. And that hurts. But be clear-headed about whatever the situation might be. Be vigilant. This is what determination is to me. Be awake. Be alert. Be aware that this is a stressful situation and I can't handle it. But Lord, you can. Amen. Now, this is Kim helping me. This ain't just my message. See, I had all the scripture. But when Kim was younger, she liked to go to the bars. That's my wife. Yeah! I'm learning all kinds of things about her. But anyway. But here's the thing. Not beer goggles and beer muscles. What do I mean by that? You bar people that have been around those bars and know stuff and been drunk and know what that is. Here's what beer goggles are. Beer goggles is, you're so lit up and you're drunker than a skunk. You can't see clear. You're convinced that that sweet thing at the end of the bar is some hot chick. And in reality, she ain't, okay? Or ma'am, you're convinced that, man, that guy is, he's a knockout. Look at him down there. And he's like... One tooth. Hey, whatever. I'm horrible. Excuse me. I apologize. You're right, buddy. They don't say this in Sarasota. Okay, but anyway, here we go. Listen, listen. Be sober about your situation. Don't look at it through beer goggles. You're not Superman. You can't fix it. Stop it. What's beer muscles? Beer muscles is when you're drunk in a bar... And you think you're 10 feet tall. One fellow said on the fourth row this morning, You think you're 10 feet tall and bulletproof. (laughs) No, you just drunk. And you're going to find your tail getting bounced out by the bouncers laying in the parking lot with slobber all over your face. You hear me, yes or no? You're no match for the devil. You're no match for the devil. You better be sober and be vigilant as you fight him. Did you hear me? So, let's go review. A is what? B. C. D. E. Evil. Cast all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober and be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, he goes about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. The Lord helped me understand this week, this statement right here. I wrote it down. The devil walks around in my head looking for things I cannot control. Say that with me. The devil walks around in my head looking for things I can't control. He goes around as a roaring lion. Where is he roaring? Where is he walking? I don't know about you. This is where he walks with Gary. Right up here. How many say, he's, he's, he, he messes with my mind a little bit. I got a little bit of my problems and some head problems. You know, I guess. Me too. The battleground is my what? So E, so A, all. B, believe. C, cast. D, determination because of what? Evil. 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 It's evil for me to hang on to this uncontrollable. Evil's going to come. Evil's going to come if you keep hanging on to that. It's going to stress you out. It might kill you. Or you might kill yourself. Another athlete in our country this week, 18 years old, took her life. Whole bright future ahead. Why? That adversary in that mind. This is a big deal what I'm talking about today. Y'all hear me, yes or no? F. F. Sounds like B, but it ain't. It's F, faith. Say faith. Faith, 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 faith. A is all. B is belief. C is cast. D is determination. E is evil. F is faith. Verse 9, who resists steadfast in the faith. We're to resist the devil steadfast in the what? In the faith. Knowing this, that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. What you're going through, others have gone through. Did you know there's people in this room going through what you're going through? Or they went through what you're going through and they're happy and you're miserable because they gave it to the Lord and you're hanging on to it. But you look at them as if they ain't got no problems. They've had the same problems you've got many of them. They've just given it to the Lord. Amen or O oh me? You don't understand. Excuse maker. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Give whatever that uncontrollable is to the Lord say Lord I don't see how it's going to work out but I'm going to hope it will I'm going to trust that you're going to handle it Lord whatever the outcome is is going to be what the outcome is going to be I'm shot say this old statement with me faith say it with me forsaking all I trust him the letters one more time forsaking all I trust him with my uncontrollables Forsaking all, I'm gonna trust you, Lord. Rod, you're killing me. G thank God we're not going to Z, amen. Here we go. G Grace. Say grace. One more time. One more time. Good job. Now listen, what was A? What was B? What was C? What was D? What was E? What was F? And what's G? I can do this. Because of the grace of God, I can make it. I can make it. How many would say, not only you can make it, but you did make it? Let me see some hands. I did make it through a bunch of crap or hard times in my life. Look at you. Look at you. How many would say, I'm in an uncontrollable right now, but I've given that to the Lord and I am making it. Let me see some hands. I am making it. It's pretty amazing. I'm making it. But the God of all grace, verse 10, who hath called, but the God of all what? Who has called us unto eternal glory by Christ Jesus after you've what? What? You mean I'm going to suffer in this world? (laughs) Yeah. He's going to make you perfect. That word is the word mature. It's not sinless. He's going to make you mature. It's the suffering that you go through. And the learning to give it to the Lord, still fighting, doing what you can, it's going to mature you, and that's where your testimony is going to come from. Yes or no? Amen. Good stuff, man. He's going to make you perfect or mature. He's going to establish you on oh, a wreck. Yeah, he's going to settle you down. But he's going to strengthen you. Amen. Isn't that what you want? This is what the Bible says uncontrollables. Paul said it this way. He said, lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations. He wrote 13 books in the New Testament. There was given to me a thorn in my flesh. It was the messenger of who? Satan to buffet me, to trouble me, lest I should be exalted above measure. What a crazy verse. But he tells us something. He said, for this, I, I, I sought the Lord three times to take it from me, take it from me, take it from me. And the Lord said unto me, say it with him, my what? It's what? How many would say right now, it's a toughie. How many would say right now, my hand's about halfway up. I ain't all the way there yet. But how many would say, the hard trouble I went through, I'm glad it happened to me and it's been good for me. Let me see some hands. My hand's about right here, okay? I ain't quite there yet with you. It's about right here. Amen? <laughs> His grace is sufficient. My strength is made mature in my what? Weakness. Paul says, Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities now that God's power might rest on me. That's the beauty of giving God your uncontrollables. Because then He rests His power on you. Amen. say, instead of trying to fix and work and do, You'll start seeing him in a whole new light. And you'll be filled with power and purpose in your life. It's beautiful. Therefore, I take pleasure excuse me, in infirmities and reproaches and necessities and persecutions and distresses. For Christ's sake, say that last part with me. For when I am weak, then I am. How many would say the mess you went through in your life has made you stronger? Now, i put my hand up on that one. I'm a lot stronger now. Amen? Come on. So God's grace is sufficient for me. I'm done. I'm done, Raj. i got to quit. Now, here's the test. Here's the test. Don't put them up. Let's just try to do them uncontrollables. Stop saying you know all this. Everything I told you, I knew all that. Hush your mouth. Start trusting and obeying. And here they are. Try not to look at your paper. Don't put them on the screen. Let's start with A. All, believe, cast, determination, evil, faith, grace, and give it to the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Good word today. Boom. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, Jesus, hallelujah, has given me to what? The victory and that was written in a very bad situation I went through this week he 's a good god amen let's get on